Pump up the volume for the best vibes. Touch HD. Touch HD. Well, we're back in the saddle. I've been away traveling in Italy. I had the most wonderful time. And I think when I can, I'll get the opportunity to chat to some of the people that I was fortunate enough to work with in Tuscany whilst I was there. But it was just such an unbelievable breath of fresh air to be away in Europe and away from some of the ghastliness of the politics and the whatevers that we're subjected to on an hourly basis in South Africa. We really do need to learn to live our lives a bit more and forget about politics to a certain extent. So it's nice to be back. Um, This week we're going to be chatting to Taryn DeToy, who is one of the um, organisers of a wine festival called the Buns Wine Festival, which is happening this week on Thursday at the Wine Not Function in Cramerville, um, all proceeds of which are going to a fantastic uh, project called the Baby Box Project, um, which you'll hear about. So stay tuned and listen to that. It's it's the Buns Wine Not Wine Festival on Thursday the 26th, starts at half past six. Um, so that's the one thing. And then we also caught up with Marinda kruger Klassen, who was recently appointed winemaker and viticulturalist for Elgin Vintners. Elgin being an area in the Cape that is very, very much on everybody's radar. They produce fabulous wines. A lot of people have actually ripped out their wine, their vineyards, because they're just not making enough money out of the wine farming and planting apples and pears, they're making a hell of a lot more money out of that, which is a shame because the Elgin area is really producing some top, top, top class Chardonnays and Pinot Noirs and a couple of really smart Sauvignon Blancs as well. So stay tuned and have a listen, fill up glasses, do whatever it is that you need to do while you're listening to A Toast with Carrie because we've got some fun things for you to hear today. Digital is the future, and we are that future. Touch HD. Well, guys, this week my winemaker of the week is Marinda kruger Klassen, who came into my shop, gosh, when was it? Monday, maybe. On Monday. Hi, Marinda. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us on Touch HD. It's going to be fab chatting to you and bringing everybody up to speed with what is happening at Elgin Vintners, where you were appointed as, I think, everything. Chief bottle washer, dog's body, (laughs) viticulturalist, winemaker at Elgin Vintners. Hmm? Yeah, that's correct. Absolutely. And sampler as well. Don't forget that. Yes, of course. (laughs) Everything. Thank goodness, as I said to James Rawburn Fulion, thank goodness he found a woman because women can really just do five million things all at once, can't we? <laughs> yeah, we're very good at multitasking. We have to <laughs> we <be>. try. <laughs> well, you joined last year in December, um, so it's it's almost yes. a year that you've been there. And Elgin Vintners has a very, very well-established track record for and a reputation for producing very good quality wine at hugely affordable prices and it's interesting to me that there are still people in South Africa who can produce wine the quality of Elgin Vintner's wine at under 100 rand a bottle yes not easy Um, it's not no it's not easy I think I always say that the devil is in the detail and every single step that you do from vineyard 
to winemaking to marketing. Um, you have to really think that every step is necessary, of course. Mm. And also look at the cost factor and really make clever decisions on where you can uh, get the best bang for your buck, I always say. Yes. So it's a, it's a very thought-after process. And, if, and all the people that are in this amazing value chain, that they are on board with you, with your philosophy, your drive, your passion. So yes. it's so important that... From from ground in the vineyard right through to the end consumer that people understand where you come from, what your story is, and your love for what you do, and sort of and and have them also fall in love with the whole project yes. as well. Then 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 it's easy in that sense. Yes, to, to cut out things that's unnecessary, uh, 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 really. Well, before we get on to the wines that you're busy making at Elgin, let's tell everybody yes. a little bit more about Marinda. Born and bred where? Born and bred in Port Elizabeth. Way oh. from the wine <laughs> industry. <laughs> oh, okay. So how did we end up being coming a winemaker? Tell us your tr- your journey. Yes. Uh, it's not a, it's a bit different than most winemakers, I would say, but it's been an incredible journey for me. I studied uh, food science at Stellenbosch University. Uh, I love science. Always love science and I like practical science. So I'm more of a practical scientist. I've always, you know, yes. seen myself from being young. So I did a BC in food science, fell in love with the wine industry, obviously in Stellenbosch because that's what students do. Yes. In their, their off time drinking wine. Yes. And then and then I started at Pick and Pay as a food technologist, but was very involved with the wine buyer, which intrigued me. So the wine industry just started, you know, uh, just was more and more... Um, it's calling intrigued. you. Mm. Absolutely. But I learned retail at a very young age, uh, which is a hard life. Retail. Yes. It really Tell me. Easy. Tell me about it. Yes. So, so I know a little bit of that. And then I went on to... I thought, no, I, I, I want to start in the wine industry. So my foot in the wine industry was laboratory and quality manager for the macro wines in the beginning of the 90s, yes. uh, after, after pick and pay. Yes. And I've, I've spent a good 13 years with the macro wines, starting as the laboratory manager because of my science background, got involved in the winery. I thought uh, I learned the process so very much. And, you know, from a laboratory perspective, and I think a lot of, laboratory people in the wine industry can relate very well to this. If there's a, a, a fault in the wine in the winery, if something happens as that the winemaker didn't expect, yes. they would always blame the analysis. So as a, as a laboratory manager, I started investigating processes in the winery to ensure that we are working correct, but also that the processes align with the results of the analysis. Yes. So I ended up studying uh, that in a practical way and then I thought I always wanted to do study, further my studies and for me to get into the wine industry and especially as a woman at that stage I knew I had to do a postgraduate so yes. um, I, I did a postgraduate in viticulture and enology because food science is part of the Department of Agriculture at Stellenbosch yes. so it was quite easy in that sense Yes, I, I did that in three years and after that I was my great winemaker for Namakwa so and that's a big responsibility because Namakwa produce masses and masses huge, and masses of wine. Yes, they? Mm. huge, yes. Mm. So my, my, my journey with Namakwa, which was incredible, um, was for 13 years. And after that, I stepped into an international wine company that took me to the wine 
world globally. So I've Fabulous. made, I've visited, yeah. So I've made wine in France, visited many countries uh, relating to wine during harvest. So that was my journey, and uh, I stayed with with them for eight years, and then Alden Vickness crossed my path, and I thought because the, the, the international company ended up being quite huge volumes of wine, which was great. I mean, it was it was from premium level to entry level wines. Yes, um, and having obtained all that knowledge, you know, from all over the world, oh, it's invaluable. Mm. It's invaluable. It's just amazing. And I and Alden Vickness crossed my path last year, and I just jumped at this opportunity. Uh, and thought this is great because now I can apply everything I've learned in this company. Which I, when I was with the international wine company, I actually bought Elden grapes, and I thought this is such an understated appellation in South yes, Africa. Yes. And I uh, and and when I got the opportunity to work as a business manager, winemaker for Elden Business, I just jumped at it because I think it's it's really a paradise for winemakers to work. It with is. I grapes. think it's definitely yeah. a. It's definitely a region that everybody's got their eye on at the moment. And yes. you couldn't be working for two nicer people. I mean, Max Hahn and James Rubenfield are not two yes. of my favorite people in the world. They're yeah. just oh, fun. Well, they are. They're fun yeah. and they're good and they, they do their stuff and they're uncomplicated. Yes. And it's going to be a very Absolutely. different kind of a a very different kind of a, a job for you because, as I say, going from masses and masses, millions of tons of grapes down to yes. a relatively small winery. Um, yes. It's going to afford you some wonderful creative space, I think. Hmm? Yes, definitely so. Um, I have had the opportunity to work with the international company on small premium batches, old vineyards in South Africa, being in France, doing natural fermentation on small batches mm. uh, and scaling that up a little bit. So, uh, yes, it's, it's incredible to walk. It's a 220-ton winery yes. uh, that, we, that we're going into. But um, we, we have the possibility of making 500 tons mm. uh, of grapes, but we do sell a lot of our grapes to very well-known winemakers. Yes. Uh, in the industry, and we are happy to do that. Um, yes. um, um, to do that still, so we are growing the business. Uh, it's not a business in the industry that grows quickly. Uh, you have to have a, do a lot of seat work in the market. I always say, take it to the pavement. Yep. <laughs> in selling your wine. That's, that's exactly where it's at. It's not as glamorous as everybody believes it to be. It's hey? not. Mm. No, you, you get a lot of no's, but if you get a good yes, that's absolutely so wonderful. <laughs> We've been very, very, very fortunate. Be very good in the markets overseas this year. It's been very good for us. Fantastic. But our, our, our local market is very important still for us. So we do a Lo- lot of hard work here. Local yes. market is important, but there's, in reality, there are so few people. Um, if you look at the economies of scale yes. around the world, South Africa, as a wine producing country, hasn't got enough people in South Africa drinking the wine. Yes. It's yeah. a big, big problem and it's something that we all need to put our heads together to try and address because we drink yeah. beer and we drink brandy and we're now drinking gallons of gin but yes. our beloved wine industry sort of takes a bit of a back seat a lot of the time yes a lot of the wineries are struggling now with the local market mm. Um, mm. but i just think we need to our marketing efforts needs to be very focused Onto certain group consumer groups, uh, yes. um, we must. I think the time for being just general is is past. Yes, I think. I think that there's definitely a time. I've been singing the Appalachian Control song for many, many, many years, and I think that yes. I think that the regions are definitely sticking their heads up and saying, "I want to be an 
I want to be a Sauvignon Blanc region. Yes. I want to be a Chardonnay yeah. region. And I think Absolutely. that I think all of you farmers and winemakers are actually taking cognizance of it now more so than ever before. And as a result, yes. the quality of the wine goes up. But I also think that we need to listen to the people of South Africa who are saying, yes. this is what we would like to drink. Yeah. And this is how uh, we like to drink it. Mm. I think people drink less but more quality. Yes, hopefully. Mm. Yes, I, I can see that trend worldwide. It, uh, you know, it's they drink less but better wine. Yes, uh, people, people expect to 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 get better wine, better quality wine. Uh, um, um, yeah, so so and also years ago it was always you know um, uh, fruit bombs, uh, nothing on the yes. palate. But it is changing. Yes. People are more interested in what you know follow through private wine so you, you as a winemaker it's not just impressing on the nose but it's impressing you know, on the palate, on the palate mm. as well yes. i was reading a very interesting article that was sent to me by mike ratcliffe the other day yes. about the generation z that we're about to um start selling to which is the yes. generation that came after the millennials yes. and exactly what you're saying <clears throat> pardon me once you know, we got past that millennial thing that was very much a binge era. So you yes. don't drink anything for six days and then you drink 200 litres yes. uh, in, in six hours. Yes. The new generation is far more discerning than that and not quite so devil may care and I'm here for a short time or for a good time, not for a long yes. time. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, I always say you must ask yourself, are you still relevant? Yes, very much so. A, yeah, it's not an easy uh, uh, question to answer but if you really go delve down are you still relevant are your products still relevant does it look relevant yes no? <laughs> yes is it appealing is it appealing yes. to our current generation that's yes, very exactly. important yes. Miranda onto the wines give us a quick yes. rundown of what's available from Elgin Vintners so that all the listeners here yes so Elgin Vintners are very much still into their cool range uh, um, we've revamped the labels last year and uh, looks beautifully uh, classical but very modern in that sense but still with a classical touch mm -hmm. the wines in the core range are starting with our Bellamia Rosé that was launched this year it's a Blanc de Noir, we dressed it in a beautiful bottle, it's a, it's a light type of rosé made from Merlot, uh, sweet um, finishes on the palate but it's dry and more mm -hmm. to the Provence French style of, of winemaking yes. then um, on the white, we have the Algebitna Sauvignon Blanc, which is a mix of natural fermentation, concrete eggs, stainless steel tanks, um, um, and um, also inoculated with a commercial yeast to get that fruitiness and mm -hmm. the natural fermentation for the palate. Then we have the Century, which is our Bordeaux white blend, which is about 50-50 Sauvignon Blanc Semillon. The Chardonnay, 100% barrel fermented, but Elgin, Elgin Chardonnay sort of asked for barrel fermentation because we've got such a high organic acidity. Yes. Acidic, yeah, it, it cuts through that beautiful butteriness of the, mm, of, the of, oak. Of the, the oak. But it, it's, so you get this fresh, fresh Chardonnay with undertones and patches of oak. So mm. it's definitely not an overwhelming oaky wine. And on the red, we have our trusted Shiraz, Elgin Shiraz, the Merlot, and our very popular Pinot Noir. Yes. Um, and then, of course, uh, we have our domain-specific, what we'd like to call domain-specific. Um, Algen Witness has two farms, Richland and Drumurn, from where we get the grapes together from. It's 40, 45 hectares altogether. Mm. We've got a small reserve range called Richland, which has the Shiraz, the Pinot Noir, and this year we will release 
um, the Richland Sandstone, which is a barrel fermented Sauvignon Blanc. Sounds um, gorgeous. Uh, yeah, only 660 bottles uh, that we made this vintage. Um, and it, and it is, it lo- it's looking very promising and beautiful. And then I've also done um, um, this year, we, we've got uh, serving a Blanc just so well in Elgin, apart from Pinot uh, yes. Noir and Chardonnay, is I did a wine called Cloud Haven because Elgin Valley is known as the Valley of the Clouds because of our um, unique uh, terroir. And calling that Cloud Haven serving a Blanc, which is also, I start the process of with natural fermentation to give it that sweet, Sweetish, yes. weighted finish, but it's an inoculated wine. But I ferment slowly and a cold temperature to capture all those wonderful tropical fruits and aromatics. And then we also get the flintiness in our Sauvignon Blancs as well. And that's called Cloud Haven. Um, um, Brilliant. Yeah, so, so that's so something new for us to look forward to from yes. our vintners. When yes. is that going to be released? Well, we've just rele- we've just bottled it, so we've just released it. The wine is still a little bit tight. Uh, I, um, but it, 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 it opens up in the glass, so it is available. Uh, we've made it immediately available for, Fantastic. for, for everyone. Well, yes. I look forward to tasting that, and I'm very excited that you are at Olgan Vintners. We love our sisters to be empowered in as <laughs> many Thank ways you. as we possibly can. <laughs> Much of having said that, I'm not a feminist at all. I think that women are equal, yes. are equal anyway. We don't have anything yes. to fight for because we are already no. equal. Absolutely. But uh, there is a certain there is a certain nuance to wine that's been made by women. Um, yes. I'll probably be shot down in flames for saying it, but you can almost <laughs> taste when a woman's made wine. There's a little bit, yes. there's a little bit more, I don't know, delicateness, lightness. I don't know, purity. Yes. They, they just seem yeah. lighter and prettier. Yes. But um, yes. we look forward to tasting and drinking all of those Elgin wines. And good luck you. to you in your new venture. I'm sure you're going to do amazing things for the boys at Elgin Vintners. Thank you very much, Carrie. Thank you very, very thanks, much. Thanks, Miranda. We'll be in touch. Right. And thanks for joining us on Touch HD. Right. Thank you. Go Bye-bye. Have a nice day. Bye. 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 Pump up the volume for the best vibes. Touch HD. Touch HD.